0: Straight Talk Uncut Hey, what's going on everybody? It's Tell us back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut And this episode is being recorded on December 29th 2016 And the quote for this episode goes like this Work on your strong qualities and become resplendent like the ruby. Again. Work on your squ- strong qualities. It become resplendent. Like the ruby. And it's by Rumi. And if you guys can't tell. Today was a. Today was a. Uh, a mouth tray. Switch out. Today is Thursday. So I switched out my. <laughs> my uh, mouth tray. So I'm talking kind of. Extra funny. I couldn't get that that's strong out so so yeah so it, it's, it's getting that time of the year you know that time of the year um for resolutions i guess and i'm gonna apologize today for the um the extra extra background noise that's my heat my heat is is jack my my truck is 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 old people it's an 03 is old uh bought it new and I've had it since '03, so about 14 years. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's time to give it a rest. So I've been car shopping, but let me get back to the quote. So, so yeah, um, it, it's getting that time of the year, you know. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, I've been I've been working on self development and mindfulness and all these things for quite some time now, quite some time. And one thing I found is perfection is fleeting. I mean, there's no such thing, really. The only thing that's, that's, that's perfect is your continuous effort to improve, to improve everything, improve everything in your life. As long as you're working or uh, continuously working on something positive, I think that's perfection in itself. You know, as long as you're not like, you're always working but never really gaining, you know, never really getting anywhere, as far as um, self-development and stuff like that, um, but as long as you're working and making gains and, and and having good results, you know we're gonna we're gonna have our setbacks. But as long as you you your setbacks are not self-inflicted, as long as your setbacks are not you giving up, then I think that's that's perfection in itself. That's perfection to 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 know that you're not perfect. To know that. Um, there are things you need to work on, and and especially if you if you are at a um, at a state to know that you are in ultimate control of how you live your life, what happens to you, uh, in, in all aspects of your life, financially, you know, relationships, family, whatever. As long as you know. That no one else is to blame for the state you're in, for your situation, for the things that happen to you and around you. I think I think that's that's the closest to perfection you're gonna get. So outside of that, what else is there? I think outside of that, um, what goes hand in hand with that, with working on yourself, is. Working on the things that you are strong at, your strong qualities, those things, getting better at those things instead of instead of always working on the things that you're lacking, the things that you're weak at. You know, work on the things, work on the things that you're strong at, like um, getting better at that, mastering those things, mastering those skills, and that's what I'm going to take into 2016. You know, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not going to worry so much about the things that I'm really weak in that I wish I was strong in. I'm going to concentrate more on the things that I you know that I I'm already strong in that I can actually take to another level. That's what I'm going to work on. That's that's that I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not big on resolutions like I say. I, I think resolutions are for people who don't do shit all year and then like you know, when the when the year is uh, is, is about out, they have an epiphany. It's like, you know what? I need to change my life. I mean, that's cool, but if you do that every year, you know, you, you if you like, that's why that's one of the reasons why we, uh, my my family and I, we 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 uh, we canceled our membership at the the gym. It actually was like a gym spa. It was like an all inclusive type thing because every year every year you know when we go in just to you know um, i mean we pretty much you know stay healthy eat right try to work out all throughout the year but of course you know ar- around holiday season at the end of the year we tend to uh slack off a little bit gain a little more weight so we want to just knock that out as quick as possible and that's 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 for for a lot of people that's the situation you know it's like we're not going from not working out for 20 years, and then all of a sudden we got a re- resolution. And, and that's cool for the people that stick to it, but every year, man, at that gym, it's, it's almost like the first, I don't know, the first, you know, January, February, we almost can't even go to the gym. You know, it's like it's like we almost can't even... um it's like we almost can't even go to the gym because it's just so crowded. It is so crowded, it, it's just, yeah, it, it's, it's annoyingly crowded. And it's one thing if you, if you when you join the gym, you knew it was gonna be like that, uh, but it's another thing, you know, when you join the gym, it is, you know, you're not worried about the crowds and everything, but then every January, February, you, you, you might as well take time off because I mean you know those people won't be there after um, after like February sometimes you have some lingerons to march but after March then you start seeing the same faces all the new faces are gone you, you may see one or two that stick around but most for the most part for, the, for the, uh, yeah for the most part all of the uh, the new faces are gone they just disappear and all of us regulars we would just like look at each other like hey it's glad to be back to normal it's good to be back to normal. But um uh, yeah, so so that's why like resolutions, I've never been like you know, the type of the type of guy to just do resolutions. I've always kind of, you know, use the end of the year as a, as a set point for a new challenge or for a reconstruction of things I'm already working on I'm already doing. Um, so so, you know, like I said, The thing that I'm taking into the new year is to not just work on my weaknesses, but to master my strengths. The things that I'm strong at to just go all out on those and and master, you know, just just master them as much as I can and use all of my strong points to my my best ability and just maximize it. And the the other thing about the beginning of the year is it's a good measuring point. You know, you got 365 days to say, hey, I started here. Let's see. Let's see what I, where I'm at at the end of the year. So that's that's what I have to say about um, you know working on your strengths and become resplendent, as Rumi said. All right. So, um, oh yeah. So talking about my truck. All right. So the thing that's going on with my truck now, among many things is that my heating system is just totally jacked so my truck was all iced over all frozen so you know i i come out and i hit the defrost uh thinking you know when i when i come out you know i i i come out to warm up my truck it takes about 10 15 minutes for the engine to to warm up and settle it's about 20 degrees out actually probably colder than that but um. and I discovered this about two or three weeks ago that my my uh, modes on my uh, heating system, or heating and ventilation system (HVAC) uh, climate control—is that what they call it in cars? Yeah, my climate control systems are not working. So it's a crapshoot as to when I hit a mode like like now. I have the defrost on, full defrost mode. On the front windshield, and it's and it's blowing out of the normal vents. And no matter what I do, you know, no matter what mode I press, it, the right one doesn't work. So, I came out and I pressed on the defrost because my windshield was all froze over. Thinking I'm I'm going to come out, and you know, my windshield will be melted off. But that wasn't the case. But luckily, I had um, I had the deicer in my in my tank, and I I used that. And the other thing is, so I'm driving. Uh, probably last Friday, um, I, I went to drop my wife off to pick up her her car. She was getting uh, just routine service, you know, oil change and all that stuff done. So we go to pick her up, and then it was it was snowing, icy, and I was in all wheel drive. You know, I, I drive a, a, a avalanche. Um, uh, 4x4 What is it? Z uh, I can't remember the <laughs> I can't remember the trim level. You know anyway, 4x4 and you know it has auto auto uh, 4x4 it has the two wheel drive it has a four high and a four low. And um, so I you know when it's when it's like snowy or icy, I usually just keep it in auto. But my auto it's not working. So normally when auto, the way auto works is when it, when it feels the tire slipping, then all the four tires engage, right? But what happened is it engages but then it intermittently disengaged. So I'm turning, like, I mean, just at a, at a regular turn, you know, from a stop to a, you can turn on red, so I'm not going fast. I'm going, you know, I'm just creeping, and then I I uh, step on the gas to t- you know to turn, and then I feel the the tires catch, and then I just feel them get out, and I do a 360 spin at a four-way intersection, just 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 spin. I mean, it was, just <laughs> and I and I did it probably a week before the last day of school with my kids, when I picked them up. The same thing happened when I was dropping off uh, one of my daughter's friend. I did it, like, leaving their street, and I knew something was weird, so I was like, let me test this, you know, because there was no cars around. So I said, let me test it, and I hit the button, and I'm going, I'm going, and then all of a sudden, there we go, 360 spin, and I was like, and my kid's were freaking out, and I'm like, calm down, you know, and I was like, let's just let it, let it settle. <laughs> so when it happened again i was like all right because my wife had been telling me you need to get a new car and i'm like i'm like well i'm not giving them a truck you know she's like well yeah but you can't you can't take your you get you need to get something so you can just let let whoever's going to work on your truck take their time with it And i was like all right and I, and I, the thing about new vehicles man is like there's really nothing out there i like as far as trucks um Like the only the closest thing that I that I like that I've seen was the GMC Sierra, Sierra, the HD, the big one, and I was like, but I don't I don't need another truck, you know. I'm like this. I mean, although I got about two hundred thousand miles on this truck, it it, it, you know, it it has some minor (laughs) problems, but I was like, I'm like this is my this is my classic. This is gonna be my classic. So, so we started looking, man, and and there there were some cars that came up. Uh, you know, I got interested in, in hybrids. My wife has a hybrid, and I was like, you know what? Let me give these hybrids a chance. So I looked at, uh, the first one I looked at was, actually no, before I even looked at the hybrids, I looked at the new Malibu. I was like, all right, you know, it's a Chevy, it's a, it's a, it's a car, it's a name, you know, and the Malibu's been around forever. But while I was looking at the Malibu, I found out that there's a Malibu hybrid. And I was like, whoa. And it, get, and it was rated at like 49 mpg of uh, city and i was like what or, or something close to that maybe maybe that's the combined maybe it was like 46 47 city and then combined 49. and um so i went and looked at it in the new body style i was like that it looks like kind of like an impala and I, and I i knew i already liked the impala from when we were looking for my wife when, when she bought her uh, hybrid in 2014, her, her her car, we we came across the Impalas. But that thing is a gas ghost. So, uh, you know, I, I knew I liked it, but, you know, I was like, I already got a truck. I already got a gas so I need something efficient. So So I saw that the Malibu had a hybrid, and I was like, all right. And they're not priced all that crazy. You know, we found the 2016... For like under thirty thousand dollars, I was like, "Is could that, can it can it be right?" And um, but so the um, but you know, even though that's the price, I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying that, <laughs> you know. So because I'm thinking, if that's the price, I can get it for 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 you know, because we you know we we like to pay like cash, you know, just 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 buy a vehicle cash, right? And so. Um, So I started looking at other vehicles. You know, once I saw that that hybrid in my research, you know, you do you go on YouTube, you do you look up Malibu hybrid, then they start comparing vehicles with with whatever vehicle you're looking at. Then I came across the Honda Accord hybrid and saw that it got like 50 mpg, and I was like, that can't be right. I was like, that can't be right, and I'm not a Honda fan at all. Like I've never really been a fan of hondas i know that they're um ec- i mean uh reliable that, that's it I, I i i'm trying to even think if i've ever even been in a honda i don't even think i've even been in a honda not that i can recall off the top um yeah i don't, I don't even think i can I've, I've ever been in a honda so once i start looking at pictures of it you know i had my pre uh preconceived or, or or what i remember hondas looking like and I saw, like, the newer body styles. and I was like, oh, they, they look way different. So I was like, all right. So so Christmas Eve, was it Christmas Eve? Yeah, Chris, no, it wasn't Christmas Eve. It was, um, like, the Friday before Christmas Eve, I think. You know, my wife and I, we were like, all right, well, let's go, let's go on these lots and take a look. So we, we came across a Honda, a pre-certified I mean, uh, a certified pre-owned Honda Accord with only like 12,000 miles on it or something like that for right in our price range. Hybrid, I mean, it was clean. You know, it, of course, the car lot is closed. And uh, so we, we ran around about five or six car lots. I know this long story, but I'm, you know, just, 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 hey, just, just listen. I'm, I'm, I know I'm rambling. You can turn it off Whenever. But this may help you if you're in the pursuit of a uh, of new car, new or used car. All right, so so I found three cars on that lot. There was a Mazda six, a Honda Accord hybrid, and a, a Buick Encore. All all within the same price range. Um, none of them new at this point. You know, I I start giving uh, the certified pre owns a, a look because I'm like. I'm like, yeah, you know, I can save a lot of money and they they were in like sharp clean condition, right? So the next day that the the um, the store the, the stores open was that following Monday. So I was like, all right, well I I'm you know, I'm interested in that Honda Accord, that uh, Mazda 6 and that Buick Encore. So I went to the car lot. I looked at all three, the Mazda 6, even though it was like a 2015 or something like that had only like 12,000 miles uh, they kind of look like a Jaguar I was like I like this body style and I think that one give like twenty twenty six 26 MPG I think and that was just you know no no hybrid or nothing like that so I was like um, alright you know I, I started it up and it didn't sound right I was like you know not interested I mean the inside was clean it was fully loaded whatever I was like alright not interested I said let me take this uh the, the, the honda Accord out so i take the honda Accord out now the salesman was kind of like i don't know i don't know you know the, the thing about anything when you buy today and this goes for salespeople and and consumers there's no point of trying to either you know what you're talking about or you don't and for the consumers if you're smart just just have some basic knowledge about whatever you're looking for so you can ask a question that you know the answer to based on your research and see if if see if see the salesperson is, is, is feeding you a line of, of, of bull. And so that's what I was doing. I would ask a question just to see if this guy knew what he was talking about. And I was like, just from the way he was answering, it just, just didn't sound like he was sure. Like I said, I used to sell cars. And one of the first things that we went through his training was know your product. Now when we gave up, when I, the car lot I I sold at, when we would do a uh, presentation, it would, we would go in and out the car all around. We would be able to, if we didn't know the answer to, we had like this booklet, you know, and we would just flip through the booklet. This guy didn't even have his phone out or nothing to research the questions he didn't know the answer to. He would just like wing it. And I'm like, this dude don't know what the hell he's talking about. So I was like, I was like, how long you been working here? He was like, four months. And, and that's cool. That's I'm, I'm like, but do work with, I mean, you know, do, do something, do some research. And the same thing happened on, um. The malibu so there was a Malibu hybrid that was in that was in Denver in a, you know in a, a town over a city over and um, I had I had sent the request online because the, the store was closed and um, now you think if I'm sending a request online to hey I want somebody to contact me about this car when they contact me you think they would have all the information ready in hand right no that wasn't the case so I'm like so I'm telling my wife, first of all, I was I was done with the Honda because the the way it was driving, like the only hybrid I've ever driven was my wife. And I know how hers drive, I know how I sound. So I'm driving this Honda Accord hybrid and it just wasn't sounding right. And even the guy said, Yeah, something doesn't sound right. So we went back to lot. Well, come to find out, now now given this guy never called me to follow up nothing because it was like five o'clock when I dropped the car off. And um he said, "Yeah, he' gonna have someone to look at it, and 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 uh, give me a call." Now, this was this was Monday. No call back, nothing. I was like, "All right," I told my wife, "Done with that car lot. If that's the way they they ride, nope. If that's the way they handle their customers, done with them." Right. So, in the meantime, this guy at a uh, at a at a dealership in Denver. Um, matter of fact, John Elway. <laughs> that's the dealership. I'm calling him out, John Elway Chevy. He called. And um, didn't have any information. You know, I was like, "What's the specs on the vehicle?" Because it it was priced so well; it was priced the way a base model is priced. But it was it was advertised as like you know having all the premiums, inf- the premium like you know uh, package. And I was like, "Why is this car priced so so cheap? Like so so much lower than the other ones?" And so, um, coming to find out. It was a, it was a, it was like a, like a bonus tag vehicle, and the only way, only way I know that is because I had the dealerships. There was a cool guy that I worked with down here, at a Chevy dealership, but he just couldn't get to the price I wanted. But he was, he was a cool dude. He did what, I, you know, he had, to, he provided the kind of service that, um, that I, I would, you know, you would expect the kind of service that I would provide. Uh, he did the follow-ups, he called me back, he tried to match the price of that one in Denver. And he told me, yeah, he was like, Yeah, that that's an awesome price. And I, so I called another uh another location of that same dealership that he worked at. The, actually the place where I bought my truck. It was a place that I bought my truck brand new in 03. I called that dealership because I remember they treated me well also. And I asked them, you know, could he match that price? And the guy got his manager online, he was like, Oh man, that's an awesome deal. He's like The reason they can do that is because there's incentives on that particular vehicle because it's been sitting on the lot for a while. And he said usually when they get hybrids in, they only get about two. And it's usually like one will sell real fast and then one will just sit. And so that one, you know, being that the end of the year is coming and that one's been sitting on the lot, so they got extra incentives on that vehicle. And I remember that when I sold cars that, yeah, there was some, some vehicles that just would sit there, either it had a weird color or something, you know, it just got um, lost in the shuffle. A lot of times it happened when there's there's two same year models but one has a new uh, body style, than the other one, like there's two 2016 Honda Accords, but one is like a 2016 in January, and one is like a 2016 in like December, and it has a new body style. And, um, it's, you know, people, they want the new body style, especially if the prices are the same. So they have to drop the price on the 2016 old body style just to sell it. But this one was a 2016 um, Chevy Malibu hybrid, new body style, but it just had been sitting on the lot for like over 100 days. But, um, but in, the, so I was like, all right, that's the one I'm sold on. So I called that same dealership with a guy who, didn't have the information. And I talked to another guy that um did have a little bit more information and he actually told me the same thing that the other dealership about yeah, the reason why it's priced like that cuz it's been sitting here. So, anyway, long story short, I, I ended up finding a Lexus hybrid, a Lexus ES 300 hybrid that I think is going to be the one because it's uh it's a certified pre-owned it's the current body style i think that may be a little something different in the grill it got less than twenty thousand mile, miles has full warranty but actually better than the original warranty because this dealership and this actually dealership came from a referral from a guy who was like you know uh, a guy my wife worked with who was like he's never buying another a new car and he was like if you're going to buy a car if you're going to in the market for a lexus that's the place to get it from and he was right i called up there they they you know were cool on the phone uh had multiple follow-ups asked all oh, my questions the price is right um and so that may be the one but uh but yeah when when you when you search for anything whether it's a if, especially if it's a big purchase man don't settle for people don't settle for for someone not providing you with service You know, one of the things now, especially in cars, is like they don't make a lot of them. They don't make commission anymore. And to me, I see that almost like they don't they don't seem to work as hard. (laughs) They're just like, uh, you know, well, yeah, that's the price. And uh, I can see you some information. They're not like excited. I remember when I sold cars, I was excited, man. Even even though, you know, car salespeople had a shady ass name, like even still, it's not like that today. So I know people who say that they haven't been on the car lot in a while. Or they may be in an area where car dealerships still work the same way, like that high pressure. I mean, I, I wanted a little more, like not pressure, but just a little more feedback from from these dealerships. But the one I got it from, you know, is in actually is in another town. So um, my wife and I plan on driving up there this weekend, and uh, you know, I may be in a new vehicle. But um, yeah, I was just surprised because I, like I said, we when we we normally find, find a car online that we want and we just go get it. We, we, I haven't worked with salespeople in, you know, a while. Like I can't remember last time I actually like worked with, you know, like didn't know exactly what I wanted. Um, and then just go get it. This, this the first time I was like, I wasn't sure what I wanted because like I said, I, I wasn't really in the market for a vehicle, but it's just that, you know, I got to get some work done on the truck. And she, you know, she just acting all weird. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of like in a, a, I'm almost forced to. So I, I really wasn't even looking for vehicles. So I was like, I don't even know what's out there. Um. So that's why I had to, you know, I had to work with, you know, like deal with multiple, multiple salespeople and call different lots. And I haven't done it. And I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember if I even, if I ever done it like, really, like, I, I, it's like I always knew what vehicle I wanted and then it just went from there. You know, at, at the most, I, it was like two I'm interested and then whichever drive better, whichever get, I get the best price. But I've never like went from a Honda Accord to a Chevy Malibu to a Lexus to even a Lincoln MKZ, but I couldn't even find one. But it was just based off me doing research on one vehicle and then say, well, if you like this one, you're going to love this one. Well, if you love this one, this one's going to be awesome. So anyway, <laughs> that's my story man. That's my story about uh car shopping car hunting, but yeah, man, before you buy a new vehicle, it, unless you just can't find it the way you could configure it, the way you want um you know, use try look at certified pre-owned. The the prices, I mean like this the the, the vehicles I I've, I've been looking at, it's like the the Lexus, the the MSRP on it was like 46 so here it is 2 years later and it's like half that. That's crazy. And and we all we all know that cars lose their value as soon as you drive them off a the lot. But you know, people still go out and they just buy brand new. I I mean, I, I I bought my truck brand new, but this is the only vehicle I've had since 03. I I I haven't driven any other vehicle. You know, besides my wife, my wife's been through th- three vehicles to my one. <laughs> let me see one two yeah she's been through three vehicles to my one and you know she she likes she likes to have a new dependable vehicle like every two to three years so you know that's that's her that's on her but um you know i like to g- get a vehicle and i'm done until it starts giving me problems and this one's giving me problems uh the check engine light is on so it's time to you know see what's wrong with her and why i drive something else but hey man happy new year if i don't uh talk to you guys before then, I doubt if I do because I'm gonna be really busy. Um, I actually, I actually recorded like four episodes before this, but I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna post them. I'm just gonna post this. I, mean, I may use those as like back catalog or something. But um, yeah, uh, you know, going into the new year, man just just like just know that whatever happens to you, you have ultimate control on it. And I can't remember who who had this quote, but it's like either you're working on your dream or you're working to help somebody else fulfill theirs. And, you know, I'm the, I'm the type that I'd rather be working on my dreams in addition to <laughs> helping somebody else uh, work on theirs in, in, a, in a way of, like, uh, inspiration. Or they, they, you know, look to me and say, that dude's doing his thing his own way. Let me, let me be inspired by that. Instead of just slaving, being unappreciated, working for somebody... help fulfilling their dreams and then you being unappreciated underpaid for it so that's it like i always say i don't know a lot what i do know i talk straight about this has been straight talk uncut thank you guys for listening hey and i'll talk to you after the new year